This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ah, my mate Stanzi. Stan, I hope you've requested, my friend. Oh, are you requested, Stan? Hey, up, Miss Kelly. This is going to be fun. Say again, sorry. What's your thoughts on Stan on the AFC Wimbledon versus Bradford City pre-match? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's um, I think from what listening to another um, Facebook space at the weekend that um, saying that Wimbledon were were awful last weekend, so um, I think that's the possibility of where we might get some points over the next few games. So why not? Especially as we're, um, you know, kind of um, two games unbeaten under Big Kev. In fact, six, two wins in it, so 100% record. Do you think he's going to stick with the same team tomorrow? The same team as a team closer a Saturday than Tuesday, I think. Yeah, pretty strong team on it Saturday. Bobby Point and play, uh, Bobby Point and playing and. Seemed like everybody were fighting for each other and playing well for each other. Yeah, do you know, I, I think so. I think I don't think it's that they weren't like playing for each other. I mean, they, they may not have been, but I, I think whatever it is, perhaps people weren't. You know, people aren't going to be happy with a lot if not in the team regularly and stuff. Maybe their their heads were down uh, or whatever. I don't know, but um, I think. I'm trying to think back to last Saturday when Smallwood was less kind of going around shouting at everyone and he just played his game. I don't know if... uh, I think the fact that I didn't notice it doesn't mean that it didn't happen, but I don't seem to remember it happening. So, um, yeah, I mean, it could be that literally, you know, weight's been lifted... um, and once we kind of got that sort of... Uh, yeah, I, I think half of it is mental in terms of... Not that they didn't try, but it, it's like if, if you've got some, if you've got a cloud over your head, you, your base, it's going to affect you. So, um, and, and for me, there was a, a massive 
absolutely massive hangover from the Carlisle game. So, you know, that's maybe that's been lifted now. Don't know what you guys think. What do you think, Godmother Callie? As you speak, Callie, speaking, love. Oh, you, you see, um, here we go. Bear with me because I'm, I'm new to this. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Let me um, just listen for a bit. Uh, no, it's all right. It's <laughs> cool. Just, uh, just what, say what you think, Callie, really. Just kind of, um, you know, rest of us talk nonsense and then you talk a bit of nonsense in, in response. And it's kind of, I think that's how it goes. But um, yeah, um, I, I, I think I think there were a massive weight lifted off the players. And I think it's, yeah, um, I don't think it, I don't think it was lack of effort in in terms of prior to Hughes getting the sack. I think there was something, like I say, a hangover from last year or uh, whatever it was. And um, so, yeah. So I, I just missed the start of your um, your live space, Johnny. So did you say there are some like people in the running with some betting odds on them or something? To be honest, you didn't miss out. Uh, All right, okay. But uh, looking at the... Uh, give me... 20 seconds. Here we go. So, a guy called Thomas tweeted out 56 minutes ago the odds for the next manager. So, Kevin yeah. McDonald is 11 to 10. Liam Richardson is 11 to 4. Neil Redford, 7 2. Carl Robinson, 12 1. And Craig Hig- Hignett is 12 to 1. Right. Um,. Is it Liam Richardson? Where was he at now before? He was Liam... Wigan. Right. I mean, to be honest, it's a diff- for me, it's a difficult one because it, I, for me, and, and I always say this, I hold my hand up. When we sign this player or we link with that player, especially in the lower leagues, I ain't got a clue whether they're good or not. You know, And people say, no, this would be a great sort of um, signing but I genuinely don't have a clue and, I, and I'm pretty much the same with other managers other than kind of obvi- the obvious ones um, and, and maybe the ones that you remember having played against them I, I, I honestly don't know who I want in um, who'd be good what I do what I would say is that I think somebody that needs to have a continuation mm. Uh, with the squad that can basically play in a similar style to to what's going on now, because we've got a squad of players that can play. Um, going back to when Collins was sacked and then they brought you know hoofball with um, Hopkin, but they didn't have a squad for hoofball, so that was a you know that was just a mishmash of a season. Um, so for me, it's got to be somebody that would take the you know run with the tools that we've got and and, and make them work. Yeah, uh, someone tweeted out actually. Uh, can't pronounce his name, but he's put Neil Lennon linked with the BCFC job. Would love him at Valley Parade. I can't stand him myself after what he did against us at Fibber ST in two thousand. Cheek it, so and so. Um. Yeah. Um. Not. Not remembering that. Because I would love him who used to manage Southampton, uh, Nathan Jones, but I know that's never going to happen. Uh, you never know. Pigs might fly eventually. Uh, but just hoping, like, AFC Wimbledon tomorrow, I hope 
we win, climb up that league. But I don't think Kevin McDonald actually wants the job permanently. I prefer him as a player. Um, or I think, I'll rephrase that, I think he obviously wants to play and I think unless he can find a formula of playing and, and coaching, so for example, say he has Truman on the bench, on the bench basically looking at the game and, and kind of going in sort of lockstep with Big Kev, uh, you know, I, I, I think Kev is more of an influence on the field. Yeah. Um, but if it works, then I don't care because uh, I, I like him. He's got a he's, he's articulate, but he's got a big football brain as well. And um, when somebody speaks, you can tell whether they've got something about them or not. And like I say, not only is he articulate in general, but he has a kind of a football articulateness as well. Just listening to what he says, you kind of think this guy thinks about the game and, and thinks about it from having been involved at a higher level. Because he's got a bit of an experience as well. I think he's, he's done a bit... He's, he's, I know we've spoken quite a few times. Uh, he's had experience at Fulham and he's done his badges at I think Fulham and somewhere else while he, when he were really poorly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? Um, well, he took the under-18s for a little while and, um, you know, I mean... <laughs> Because I suppose maybe one of the accusations or one of the points that maybe people would put at Hughes, amongst other things, is that, uh, and my view was that he probably tried to play too much of a, a kind of championship upwards style of play that would have been all right with championship players against the way that the teams in the championship play. But ultimately, it didn't work you know, for, for, for whatever reason, for many reasons or whatever. Um, nearly did, though, didn't it? Um, but I don't see that somebody who has high-level experience can't can't do it at this level because, you know, sort of teams have got out of this division by playing football. Um, I think Orient were one of them. You know, they, they, they were so much better than us after the first 20 minutes down there um, last year. Um it's probably down to like the squad you've got as well, but you know it's kind of um, so. I, I don't, to be honest, like I say, I'll just kind of stop rambling. But overall, I don't care who it is, as long as they carry on, uh, take the baton and, and, and run with it with what we've got. The only person I don't want in is Steve Evans, for obvious reasons. Yeah, there's rumours. Uh, I've heard stories about him. Apparently, he's been he did something very inappropriate. To a Bradford City staff member, a, a female staff member, but also allegedly, I will say, um, there was um, somebody who was on work experience, and if he'd have been, no, anyway, yeah. uh, like yeah. I said, this is alleged stuff, so so I'm not going to go down that route. I don't, I don't fancy getting cancelled in a space of two. Days. No, it's not, not cancellation. <laughs> I don't, I don't fancy um, somebody like. I don't fancy a lawsuit against my name, so I, I, you know, we'll leave it as conjecture. Needless to say, is anybody? Else? Needless to say that he's kind of not the sort of person I think I, I would want in the club. Is anybody else anything has got to say, Callie? Have you figured out how to use it yet? Yeah, I think I'm there now. <laughs> you know what I'm like with technology, John. I know. I normally have to ring up and help you sort your IT problems out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, do you know what? What I will say under Hughes, 
we had a hell of a lot we had a hell of a lot of draws under him we didn't score many goals under Hughes because of I don't know we didn't cookie I mean cookie yes got put a few in but not in each game we only had maybe one or two we didn't have a lot of goals did we no you're right there and ever since you left Hughes left uh, the team seems like they've been playing a bit better together yeah, do you know who I'd like to give a shot at it? I'd like Carboni in me. I know it's a bit of a wild card, but I'd like to give him a shot. Because he's not managed in... I think someone told me the other day, he's not managed in six years. No, but he's passionate about the club. He loves the club. And to me, if you're in love with that club, you want you you want to play with that passion and you want to manage with passion. Do you know what I mean? Like Bobby, Bobby Poynton, look at him. He should be playing every single game. He's he's a Bradford lad, born and bred, and he when he puts that shirt on, he's playing for his team and the passion and the Yorkshire spirit. That's what we're short of in that team. Yeah, it's what we're missing, like passion. So I know you've not been to a couple of games, Cali, but like last week at the game, the team played as a unit in my eyes, and they, they played yeah. for each other, like Gary, like Gary Jones. Kind of things. The yeah, player. the you're you're Rory McArdles, you Gary Jones. Uh, who else? Steve McMahon. Do you know what I mean? Is it Steve McMahon? Tony McMahon. Sorry. Them kind of players. That's what we. That's what we need. But we need a manager that's going to th- pull the passion out of them kind of players. So, would you happy if, if we say McDonald wins tomorrow, gets us up to I don't know tenth position? Would you be happy for him to carry on? Yeah, but I think he needs at least six games to kind of judge him first. At least six, I would say, and see how he does then. Because I don't want him to rush it like they always do, where they're bringing a manager. This manager comes in, he says he's going to get his up into promotion, and then like six months later, he's in job centre. Yeah. We'll look at Collins and Truman. They set off really well, didn't they, when they took over after... Were it... Can't remember who they took over, but this they had a good run, but then then that it just kind of fizzled out for him, didn't mm. it? Where where happened to Stella? Did where did he disappear after? Does anybody know? I think didn't he go to something like Hull's Academy or something like that? Um, yeah, you know about um, Sellers, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure he, he was at uh, some championship clubs. Academy or something like that. I think he turned us down. Um, I mean, I'll just say, uh, Callie, with regards to sort of passion, I think passion's okay, but it can be like you can be overpassionate and sometimes you need a level head. But also, the the players you mentioned were also very good players. Yeah. So, so first and foremost, kind of like ability, what is what made them good? However you know, sort of um, uh, the, the minimum you'd expect from any professional is is effort. So, so that, To me, that's where McDonald comes in because he's got the experience and then he's got the, and then you've got your player like Bobby who, and then that's your kind of, that's like your happy medium, isn't it? You know, yeah. between the two. And, and McDonald's got, I mean, he's, he's, he's got vision. He's got like, I, I was watching the highlights from Tuesday I missed the second goal because I was uh, just doing a bit of work and I came downstairs and watched it on iTunes, uh, iFollow. Uh, and 
I think Bobby was involved in both goals because, like, the first one, there was like a sort of one two with Bobby and, and Kev. And then Kev put that ball in for Taylor to kind of square over to um, uh, to Kelly. Yeah. And, then, and then I think Bobby Laid kind of did a similar thing with um, Paddy. So, I, I mean, the thing about Bobby, he's got passion, but the lad's got skills. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, he's, he's actually of a level that he's good enough as well. He is. And then we've got the risk of if we don't kind of get out of League Two this season, we've got the risk then with all these good players that are coming up, we'll end up leaving. And that's normally the case with us, isn't it? The, if we don't get the promotion, and like we did when we got up to League um, it League One, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Uh, we, we just missed out, didn't we, to Millwall, if yes. you remember. And then we lost all them really good players and we've just been in a demise ever since. Yeah, I and mean... now we're sat down, well, mid-table again, aren't we now? But Yeah, I mean, I, there are obviously like, a lot of reasons going on there um, behind the scenes, so in, in terms of that. But I, I take your point in, in terms of, like, you want to keep hold of Bobby and if his, advi- if his advisors have got something about them, they'll, they'll keep him around City for two or three seasons. Which is what we need, absolutely. Um, before yeah. he, he, you know, before he sort of moves on to a, a dream move, because that cliche is that kids. That's need... what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, you can tell because you can see the potential me. now in him, can't you? You can see it. Oh, I mean, I've messy. when I've put, seen him play, he runs rings around people, yeah. which is is really good. He's no, the lads, the lads, uh, an absolute gem. Um, you and know. he doesn't stop, does he? He doesn't stop the whole 90 minutes. He doesn't, like some of the other players, I know under under Hughes, more, probably more so, you can you can see them, they're not fighting for the balls. They're not running on the, on the. you know what I mean? They're not just, that, that's where, that, that where I said the passion comes in. They're not like, oh my God, I need to really get to that ball. I need to, they just don't, some of them don't seem to have that. Although it's changed since McDonald took over, I've seen the change in that. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I'd take that point, but I would disagree in, in the sense that because I, I, I don't think it's like passion and even effort. Because I, the one thing I would, I would probably say that you couldn't level that aside from the odd poor game, would that? So I'd, I'd respectfully disagree with you on that, but I do take your point of, of, of you know, kind of like basically, it's a minimum requirement that a player puts their effort in, and yeah, of course, um, it is. Uh, but. In some ways, it's kind of like also doing it at the right time in terms of like, you know, sort of uh, knowing when to go and when to sort of drop off and things like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't think effort. I, th- I think one thing that was apparent from last Saturday that wasn't there was I was never concerned at the end of the game, other than thought, well, referee's going to give Swindon the last minute penalty like they keep doing down yeah. at Valley Parade. But because for some reason, and it's always a subconscious thing, I don't know why, but we always drop off deep when we've got a, a goal ahead or whatever. And then we can yeah, we don't, we don't carry pressure. on attacking, do we? We just sit back. We don't carry yeah, on attacking yeah. as yeah. and, and I And I can't believe any manager. No. Has told them to sit back when they've got a lead, but but that so must stem from like. something. But it, it's got to stem from something, and whether that's some kind of instructions that maybe the players take to heart, 
or whatever, I don't know. But Saturday definitely was not that uh, a case of that. And, and probably Tuesday as well, in terms of um, actually you going up and that old cliche of best form of defence is attack. Um, what, what, why was um, why was Lewis dropped Tuesday? I've not seen why. Do well, we know why he was dropped? Yeah, he, he basically he last year he played every game, and then he he was got to a point where I think his his form dipped because he played so many games and and he couldn't maintain that level. Whereas you know this year it's like well we've got we've got these games. You don't need to be like flogging Lewis every single game for this minor com- cup competition as in the, in the same way that he's brought Taylor in and, and Kieran back in and, and, you know, the young lad, Freddie. Uh, is it, was, his, was it Freddie Sears or something? Yeah, I, I can't Bruce. remember. He, he were good though when he came on. His he, he skills was. were... He looked like He were yeah. fantastic to watch. I think he even tried some step-overs and were like, what are you doing? Well, let's go for it. Keep going. <laughs> but, do, you know the, do you know that's the thing? When we've produced players in the past I don't think I mean I'm I'm going off for two ten minutes of this kid but from what we've seen of Bobby and this kid we seem to have a, a almost like a, a little generation that the players that come that are coming in are actually decent footballers and you can see why you know sort of like um the the guy who passed away was the academy coach you know he's obviously done a very good job but there's actual natural ability there and we've done well to keep hold of these kids if if you know if that kid is going to reproduce that enough to kind of get into the first team like Bobby has, then it, then it's a pleasant it's an actually a, a pleasant surprise to see somebody of that age for Bradford City in League Two with those kind yeah. of skills. And it's nice when they become fans' favourites as well. Yeah, like Cookie, Bobby Point, and obviously I think I think Bobby Point is taking over a bit from Cookie as well now. I think he's kind of edging past him a little bit um, yeah, from, from what I've seen when I've been studying cop and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's nice when they become the fa- fans' favourites and that, that gives them a bit more oomph behind them. Do you know what I mean? When the fans get behind certain players. Yeah. Well, but obviously, we should get behind the whole team, but you see some players that aren't performing right well and that's where that tox- toxicity comes in and that's horrible. And that was starting to creep in again, wasn't it, before Hughes went? Yeah, I mean, that started from, from the first game at Crawley. And, 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 but, mm. I, I, you know, I, I've maintained this season and, you know, I'm saying it with, like, not 100, you know, like, this is the God's truth or the gospel or whatever. But, but my observation and my opinion was that it was a massive hangover from Carlisle, almost like coupled with, seemingly underwhelming signings perhaps over the summer but I think people didn't forgive the team or Hughes for no. that that last game and you know sort of and that, that did spill over because I'd seen like Bradford City fans grown men basically almost starting fights with each other in the away oh, yeah. yeah I've seen it it's yeah. like you know have a word with yourself you yeah. know it, it, there's just I no. have had words when I've seen people. I'm, I mean, Johnny will know. Johnny knows what I'm like, but I've I've seen it happen. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. And I'll I'll turn around and say, "Whoa, you don't support your team? Piss off out! Do you know what I mean? Don't stand, don't sit there watching them if you're going to be like that. 
but that's me. I my mouth gets me into trouble sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's a different well, story. I mean, everyone's entitled to kind of support the team how they want, but but yeah. you kind of have to have to sort of take a look at yourself and you think, well, I'm getting into a fight with somebody <laughs> over over a game of football. You know, like yeah. as in, like they're not part of a you know, like ointment or whatever it, it is, whatever it was. But, you know, just like normal everyday people that are just going to a game and, and kind of, it, yeah. But anyway, that's that's another side. But <laughs> the, yeah, I, th- I think the team and, and, and Kev have kind of like lifted that cloud anyway. Yeah. So. Um, and mean, it, it does seem very positive. The, the fans do seem more positive now. On on the upside of that, I do remember being at Carlisle um, when we lost, and I remember all the Carlisle fans just overcrowded the football pitch. And I think I can't remember who it was, but it's Smallwood and another player. I managed to get in front of the Carlisle fans, and in, obviously in, in between us fans, mm. and they were just stood there looking just all solemn and upset. But the and it was just like well. They didn't even try in that. Well, my opinion is they didn't even try in that game. It was just a horrible game to watch, and they were stood there just with their heads in their hands and looking at our, looking at our fans. And I think a lot of our fans didn't even know what to do. We were just all stood there, just like stunned. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll disagree with the the lack of trying. Uh, I think a, a lot of players had uncharacteristically poor games that day, and yeah, uh, that's and, what and I mean. I, it, yeah. it, wasn't a good, I mean, it wasn't a good game to watch. No, it, it wasn't. From but, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a good game to watch as long as you win. Um, I, I think whether it was pressure or whatever it was, um, whatever it was on the day, it was one of those it wasn't meant to be. And, and I do think that the players were genuinely shell-shocked. Yeah. And then kind of having these idiots rushing onto the pitch and being in your face probably doesn't help either. But I... I, I I, I would definitely argue with anyone that says it was through lack of effort. I think it was just, um, it wasn't meant to be. And, and decisions that were made on and off the field in terms of like, you know, everyone will go back to that Scott Bank substitution, which is a fair comment. Um, but I think, um, yeah, I, I think that just basically carried over into the start of the season. And I'm sure Hughes was absolutely deflated after that as well. Because yeah. the expectation you know, was too high for him. It, I, it, I don't think it's too high. I, I think, I mean, you play, he's played for Man United, he's played for Wales, he's played for Barcelona, Bayern Munich. I don't. But, but playing and managing a, a complete, they're completely different things, aren't they? You, you can be a really good player, like like McDonald. Is he good enough to be a player manager? Do we agree with player it's manager? It's like with McCall. I, I think he made. A, I, I never. I think I saw him once back in like 2000 when we asked uh, Bradford played Arsenal. I think he makes as a good like a second assistant, like assistant manager, but as a manager, no. Mm. I, again, I mean, I'm I'm just sounding like contrarian, but I, I'll disagree with that because you you go back to the football we played in that second spell, the first season, and and that was probably some of the best football I've seen for a long, long time. And if you remember the Bolton game where I mean, when Parky came, and to be fair, 
you know, that's a t- typical Parky team. They came down, came back from 2-0 down. But the first half of that game was, and I use the words, that was scintillating. That was just the most fantastic... I think you don't air very often at Bradford. <laughs> Um, maybe not, but some of the football we played, and and if you think of that game at Wembley. Uh... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, we dominated the first half. Yeah. Um, we go through and, um, oh gosh, what's his name? He was my favourite player, one of my favourite players as well. Billy Clark, He that's goal bound. But there for me, their keepers made a worldie. And then they get a borderline offside goal with five minutes to go. And so I think, in games like that, it's fine margins, but I would argue that that is some of the best football I've seen following Bradford City for a very long time. And yeah. knowing what happened off the field with Eddie and stuff like that, to do to play that well and to get that far, yeah, with everything that was kind of going on around him with the pressure of Raich, I think I, I would I would argue against anyone to say that that wasn't. I mean, obviously it was a failure because we didn't go up, but that to say that McCall wasn't a good manager. I think the following season, obviously, the, we, we, the players that we got weren't as good as the previous season and we were still in the playoffs when he got sacked. Mm. There was a lot going on behind the scenes, I think, at that point, weren't there as well, that we didn't really get to know about. With the Germans, they were, there was... Because didn't a lot of the players all leave together? They all kind of followed suit, didn't they? Went one after each other, all the good ones. Well, if you if you think of remember when after McCall was sacked, and then a handful of players basically were in some restaurant with him and they took a photo. That's right. They were all out together, weren't they? All drinking. Yes, and and if you notice, those players left the club, and and I think that's probably down to the ego of Rahic. Won't there, a um, picture, won't there a photograph taken of them yeah. all? And every yeah. one of them on that picture all went, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't think they chose to go. I think I think um, it was kind of Somewhere. engineered. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, but so, yeah, anyway, we kind of, I'm rambling on a bit. I'm sure there's somebody else who's got something more interesting than me to say, so. If anyone else has got to say, put a request in, and we'll get you get you on. There goes the tumbleweed. Hold on, I've got some sound effects here. I think. Uh, <laughs> I've, so, if anyone's, oh, that's a funny one. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any thoughts, Labby? Because uh, you. Usually, kind of contributed on the uh, 
on the city event. If anyone wants to put a request in, well, we've got this awkward silence. Just remind you all, it's going to be going to go on as a podcast. Oh, he's requested. Good lad. Here we go. Evening. Evening. You're right. You're right, fella. Evening, Lobby. Evening, Lobby. How are you doing? You're right. Um, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, just just to pick up on um, where we left it off, really. Um, mm. I tend to agree with you know with a lot of stuff that's been said. Um, just going back to the point that Stan was making when I joined, um, I, I'm the same. I, I, apart from the players we've got at our club, and apart from the manager we've got at our club, I won't have a clue of who else is out there and who's a good player and who's not a good player and who would be the manager that we get coming in. Obviously, I've heard of a few names that have been um, kind of dotted around, and we know of clubs that have had managers and, and people like, you know, Richie Wellens gets mentioned and every time but he's, yeah. so, so there's a couple of managers who are well known in our leagues, but anyone else, you know, I wouldn't really have a clue. Um, for the, I'm, I'm guessing I'm, I'm probably one of the older ones here. So I, I remember back in the day we had Roy McFarland who arrived as a player manager and he did exceptionally well. Um, that was followed by Trevor Cherry, who was another player manager. Now, granted, these were both kind of ex-England internationals who had played football at a very high level. But they came in, played and managed and, you know, uh, did exceptionally well. Both of them got us promoted. Uh, Trevor Cherry won us the, the third division championship. Um, we've had a couple of caretaker player managers since then and it, it's not kind of worked so well, but... If I remember correctly, Paul Jewell was in a kind of coaching capacity at the club when he was appointed manager. Chris Kamara was a kind of player coach. Lenny Lawrence got sacked and uh, Chris Kamara got the job. My and, and I've said it before, the most success we've had has been with first-time novice managers, people who have never managed before, people who have come in towards the end of their playing career and who have gone in, come in and done an exceptionally good job. The only exception is uh, Phil Parkinson, who's somebody who's come in as an experienced manager and brought us a bit of success. Um, I've, I've, you know, all the other names I've mentioned are all complete novices, but have delivered success on the plate for us. So, not I'm not suggesting for one minute, you know, we go for Kevin McDonald, but he's not doing himself any harm, is he? The way he's kind of carrying on. No. Um, he talks a good game. I didn't go to the Grimsby game, but certainly an absolute world of difference the way we played against Swindon. And uh, certainly the, the, all the match reports is uh, the style of play so much different as it was under Hughes. And it now comes to um, a Friday night and we've got a game on Saturday. And for a change, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Whereas previously, the you know to be blunt, the football we played under Hughes was just dull. We we got lucky last year where we we managed to win a lot of games, um, not through outplaying the opposition, but through a couple of bursts of, of five ten minutes of good football and Andy Cook, and into, a yeah, a lot of luck and kind of nicking a goal here and there. 
and obviously Andy Cook with his 31 goals uh, without him would have been absolutely scuppered. So I, I don't think there were many games where we actually dominated the other side and we came out clear winners. Sometimes I think we had a lot of draws as well. A lot of draws, we? yeah, a lot yeah. Of draws. Um, and you know, games on paper we should have won considering our league position. But going back to what I was saying, I think you know, it, it's now hopefully a fresh start for the club um, under that kind of dismal type of football that we were playing for the last year and a half. And as I said before, it, it, a lot of times it was just boring to watch. Um, so no idea in terms of nominations for managers. Absolutely not got a clue. Um, I don't know who's out of work and who would want to come to us. But as other people have said, I just hope they can kind of continue with the style of football that we seem to have discovered. Um, get on the front foot, play attacking football, play with a bit of pace, a bit of aggression. And yeah. I think that's just what all we want to see. The stuff that gets you out of your seat, the stuff that you look forward to watching, you know, on a weekend. Uh, something that gets you excited. That, that, that's all, all I think we'd, we'd ask for, really. Yeah. Sorry, so, sorry, I just wanted to know... Um... So what what sort of manager would you want in? Like, because I'm sort of split on the decision. Like, we've, we've sort of had like every sort of manager at this point. Have we've had the call who's a club legend. We've had the experience of Adams who's got up from League Two. We've tried it with Truman and Collins, and it's, it, it just didn't see it work. So I, I I was wondering like I'm sort of in the middle of it. I don't I don't really know what to think about it. What do you think? Uh, I I've, think... Already, I've already said I'd love. Um, Carbonian, just as a bit of a wild card, just to see what I, he would yeah. do. I think that could go really well or really bad. I don't. See yeah. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why it's it a wild be, card. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be either really good or really bad. I can't see it going <laughs> either way. The other one for me would be somebody like Billy Clark, who's been mentioned earlier. Okay, he's done yeah. all, I know he's done all his coaching badges and stuff now. I mean, I'm yeah. in touch with his dad, Charlie. I've met Charlie a few times at the games. Um, and Billy's another, he's another, he loves Bradford. He loves Bradford. Yeah. And I always think I'm still, me, I'm probably a, probably a bit of a fantasy kind of football fan. And it'd be nice to have somebody that is Bradford through and through, like McCall was. The, yeah. The, the, and I think somebody like that can do a good job for us. Yeah, I agree. I think, obviously, like you say, it, it just depends. I don't know. I think <laughs> it's hard, you, isn't it? You, it's hard for you, us you to You want someone who cares for the club, but at the same time, like, I think Murray starts a lot of sense when he's on the radio. I think he, he he's bang on, but he doesn't have his coaching badges to, like, actually take us over. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean,. I think there were a lot of rumours that um, weren't the crew manager Lee Bell that were going to um, take us over, and that's sort of um, that sort of chide off. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think you can really recruit a specific manager at this point, to be honest. I think it's just. Nah. And that's the trouble with all the rumours that get banged about, isn't it? It's, it spoils yeah. it a little bit for me when somebody yeah. keeps saying, oh, this is happening or this is going to happen. But we, it, it is just rumours. When 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 do we think that the manager will be... Um, I forgot what's the word I'm looking announced. for. Yeah, announced. announced. When yeah. do we think that's going to happen? I reckon probably with club, it's normally a Monday or a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, yeah. I think it'll be mm. during week. I mean, I, 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 
definitely give McDonald's this weekend and possibly beyond just spend now we keep going but yeah yeah so yeah, another, another couple of another couple of games maybe and then see what is yeah, what, yeah. The, the, what's the, the point I'd make there is dependent on how it goes tomorrow I don't think there's any rush yeah you know oh. um I think we're doing well Wimbledon I was just looking at the table the other day I think Wimbledon about fourth are there something like that so, you know, we're playing... That's quite a good test tomorrow, then. Yeah, so, I mean, we're playing yeah. one of the better sides in the division. The early days, I know that. Um, what, we're, like, 12 games in or something like that. So, it's early days, but they are they are up there. So, they've started off well. So, I think if we go there and get some form of result, it, it, it again, it, it shows that, you know, we do have a good squad, which I think a lot of us have always said, that the quality of the players is good enough. Um, so the, and, and we also talk about making the right decision this time round. So I think the club should take its time, you know, um, make sure yeah. we get it right. Don't rush into an appointment. Take the time looking for the right person. Um, McDonald seems to know what he's doing. He seems to know what he wants. Um, so, you know, let him carry on for the time being. Take your time. Make, make the right decision at the right time. Yeah, I completely agree. I think... You know, two wins out of two. I know, obviously, one of them's in Papa John's Strike, which doesn't mean much, but at the end of the day, that just one game, it showed how free they can actually play. And he still and went even... for win, even though it were crappy trophy game as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, even like Osadebi, like, I've normally seen him come on and he just doesn't do all, but he seemed a bit more free the other day. I don't know, they feel like they can just sort of play how they want to, sort of thing. Every player seemed, to me, personally, every player seemed to play different. Differently, yeah. and that's crazy but, to yeah. think of that. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think, and I like it's like Gilead's interview the other day. He sort of like he can't slay his old manager, but the way he said he sort of retracted his statement, he went before <laughs> we were playing possession, fo-, and then he sort of stopped halfway <laughs> through, and he was like, you, you, you know, he sort of been restricted, sort of thing. Who, who agrees? Who agrees with the formation of having two two strikers up front? Because Hughes always used to just play one, didn't he? Very rare he put two, yeah, up. Yeah. two up front. Who agrees because with that? Because if we've got like... So we say when our, all our strikers are fit, we'll have Andy Cook and possibly is it Oliver up front and two... Like, is it big man, short man or the two big men, should we say? Yeah, I don't think you could play Oliver and Cook at the same time. I don't think that's... <laughs> the, no, the point I'd make, yeah, yeah. the point I'd make on that one is um, if you remember when when Stewart got sacked of, of his third spell, um, Stewart was playing three at the back, wasn't he? Um, ben Richard Davison obviously had a had a really tough time of it. So uh, when when he went and we had Truman and Sellers, the first thing they did was revert to four at the back, and they played at what was at the time a new formation for us, which was that four-two-three-one. And from what I've seen, that seems to be a really common, popular setup in these lower divisions. Four-two-three-one. Virtually every team plays that these days. So I'm not convinced that two up front is is the answer. Uh, obviously, I've not I've not seen us kind of successfully play like that for a while. Yeah. But um, I, th- I think four-two-three-one works with the squad that we've got. Um, I mean, Andy Cook seems to work better, I think, as a lone striker. Um, yeah. If you yeah. look at the yeah. few games he played with a striking partner, 
he didn't score. Right, it took him several games to march. Uh, obviously, he was injured for a bit and came back. But I think Cook plays better on his own up front. Yeah, I thought with the five at the back that Hughes tried doing, you have to play a ball playing sort of centre back like Critchlow, who can, who has pace and he can actually come out with the ball and sort of come towards teams. I think when he tried, he was trying to play five at the back with Platt, Taylor. And Kelly, or uh, you know, it, like it just doesn't work because it's it's three like tall, slow centre backs, and that will never work. So I think, you know, obviously the four of the backs are always going to suit us, like you said, um, and you sort of need to play Cook's abilities because, you know, he he he, he got us into the playoffs last year. Him and Lewis got us into the playoffs last year. Back. I think just going back to an earlier point that that was made uh, with regards to the players, the, the point I made about uh, the fans don't seem to have not forgiven Hughes or the team for the Carlisle game. I wonder if the players felt like that towards Hughes, whether they it'd be nice, felt it'd be nice to find that out, wouldn't it? Well, you know, just yeah. whether they felt they had a chance because they did. I mean, you know, sort of, um, I, you know, I. I, I, not, I wasn't the only one, but you know, going down to Swindon and taking a day and a half off work, and um, you know, sort of getting beat, sort of late on uh, down there. When I mean that 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 game, though, if we'd have scored in the first half, they'd have crumbled because they were fans on the way in were saying they were going to get battered five six nil. But are you thinking of again? No, the Swindon last year. Sorry. Oh, so last year, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, yeah. so, 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 you know, kind of, um, and, and things like that. But, I, you know, that's where we, a couple of games that we lost that we needed to win to being with a chance. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder whether the the hangover from the players was maybe the players, you know, they all talk to each other, don't they? Or, or there's a collective whether they felt that maybe they were let down. I don't know. Um, or, yeah, or maybe, or maybe just the fact that it was such a disappointment that whatever, whatever, whoever was in gonna, was going to be a hangover. I don't know. I don't know. But I'd, I'd love to know the the facts. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. I think I don't. I, I don't completely blame views for what's happened. Like, I think the club is sort of it's, it's rotten from the car. Like, he's been promised things that. He can't get sort of like Adams had said. I know obviously we're not a big fan of Adams, but sort of every recent manager has said there's something wrong with the top of the club, and that is quite clearly he goes back to rub. So I mean, whatever manager we're getting now, we we have to invest. I think on that though, Luke. Sorry, I think Adams said has been saying that at Markham, so I think he uses that as a as a kind of uh, yeah. As a, as a kind of bargaining tool, but what yeah, I would yeah. say about Hughes and he did take us forward, and I, and I think yeah, yeah. W- whether you like the people like the style of football, we had a team that actually lost in a semi final of a playoff, and you know the previous seasons um, under Bowyer, and then uh, you know the actual level of squad was was poor in comparison, and obviously Gent's done you know done the sort of um, sourcing of players and, and Hughes and probably Sparks have, have kind of um, signed it off. 
but we are in a better position because overall we have better players than we've had for the last three, four, five seasons. Because we yeah, so, yeah, I think that's something that needs to be said that Hughes, as much as obviously the goal was to get back up to League One, he has developed a lot actually. He's, he's taken us to a team that can actually challenge for the playoffs and obviously Carlisle at the end of the day they were better team and the beaters but you know like the past few seasons we were in League 2 we weren't even looking like we were even near playoffs so yeah I, I mean, mean I'll, I'll, you have to give him credit for that I'll, I'll accept people have a difference of opinion on, on the football style and, and that's fine because you know yeah. uh, in, in that sense it's, it's that's just horses for courses but but to say you you could say objectively because because of the league table position that we we finished in is that we are are a better under the last year and a half uh, under Hughes because obviously he ha- having half of Adam's squad for half you know, thirteen games or whatever it was and assessed the sort of type of play that he wanted um, but you know like I say everyone's kind of. Entitled to to view like or dislike a particular style of play. It's like yeah. so. So if it, you look at the players so, who've left but, the club, so we've got Adam Clayton, Bongo, El Ilsa, Scales, Folds, uh, no East and Young have joined on loan. So is Hendry and Timmy Osidene, and then you've got Finkers and Dawson as on loan. Then we've got Felkrell Wood, who have all left the club. So, like, better players have come in. But it's like saying after the, like, Carlisle, Carlisle loss, the team, I don't think, recovered from that. And same with, with Hughes yeah. here. He didn't recover. He was, like, probably shocking morning. And then as soon as, like, yeah. if he's had fallouts with Smallwood and stuff, Jake Young, you lose a dressing room, players don't it, play for you, it goes yeah, down the panel. It do, yeah, it does seem like he sort of fell out with Smallwood. I don't know. He's... Like, I, I'm trying to be a massive fan of Smallwood, but the way that he just suddenly dropped him was sort of quite shocking to me, to be fair. Like, the way that he just, you know, obviously he's, he's thrown Kevin McDonald straight back in, and then McDonald's come back in as manager, put Smallwood in the middle, and Smallwood's been class the last two games. He's been amazing. And Small, Smallwood had his best game I've ever seen him play last Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, it, he's, also, he's been amazing. It was also telling, wasn't it? In a few games prior to Hughes going, that Smallwood put in Oyegoki in, in in the centre. Somebody else in yeah, the centre, yeah. rather than um, Smallwood. Now, me, I thought, and and obviously after the last two games, thought wrongly that Smallwood's legs had gone. Um, it happens, but it, it's something that whatever it is. And obviously the players aren't going to kiss and tell, but something's gone on, aren't it, between Smallwood yeah. and Hughes? Yeah, I, I, I thought the decision to put Oyegoki in midfield was ridiculous because when he, I think Nadal put one of the stuff on the weekend, and he, he, he was really down the wing, I thought. He, he, you know, he took players on and, like, he, he played really well. So I don't get why ever Hughes would decide I'm going to try play him as a centre mid. But I, I think that's ridiculous. Especially if we had um, Ryan East out on loan. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm a massive fan of Ryan East. I'd love to see Ryan in there with uh, with Kev or, um, you know, sort of uh, anyone else in, in centre of midfield. Yeah. All Rochdale fans are like, 
singing his praises. The same is amazing. Well, Brafa City fans were singing his praises whenever yeah. he paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't get that. That for me was like, I, I would say my biggest criticism of, of uh, Hughes was, and it's not a case of like, you know, I, you have favourite players. I don't care as long as the team do well if, if they're not playing and somebody else plays. But there's obviously a player there. And it's not like you're having a like he's a rough diamond or anything. I think he was good enough in the team to, to have an effect on games. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think I, I really don't understand how he didn't get in the team. I think Hughes had set up to sort of put the t- team out this season to not lose. Like, you want a case of just go for it, which which should be like the setup for any League 2 team. In word, right. If we sit back and we play possession-based football that worked in the Premier League, maybe for a bit for him, but it, it don't work in the League Two. It just doesn't. It's, it's a completely different game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just think. I don't know. I think Hughes is sort of. He's not bad. I, I wouldn't say he's a bad manager. I just say he's out of his depth in League Two. Going from Premier League, I think his last job before us was Southampton in the Premier League back down to League Two. You can't you can't compare the two. It's such a different game. So as much as like obviously when we got Hughes, everyone was no one complained about it. But it's it's not the same game. You need someone who knows the league if you want to get us out of this league. Just to say guys, this is the final ten minute klaxon. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, bloody hell. So that's the final 10-minute klaxon left, guys. Oh, you know me making that loud. That's, that's basically... That, it's off Twitter, this. It's got the earphones in. I know, I'm punishing you for leaving me in crapper when you left. <laughs> I've joined that. You've man. joined, I'll let you off. <laughs> oh, we've got another request. Yeah. Oh, here, it's Gally again. Yeah, I think... My final comment is that we're going to win the league. <laughs> what have you been drinking, Luke? <laughs> have you been on them Jaeger bombs? Have you been on them Jaegers? Do you know what? I'm sitting outside the weather screens in Bradford, so I might have to go in and just say that we're going to win the league. <laughs> might have to run in. What do we think the score's going to be tomorrow? Let's have some score predictions. 1-0 City. I'm going to make a point of not making a prediction. I'm not superstitious, but I hate making predict- score predictions where City are concerned because I always get them wrong. Not in, the, <laughs> not in a good way as well. So I'm going to sit on the fence and, and sit on my hands on this one. Gallet? I think we're going to... I'm going to put it out there. I'll, be, I'll probably be wrong, but I don't care. Um, I think we're going to win and I think we're going to have a big win tomorrow. I think we're due one. So I think it's going to be about 3-0. What about you, Luke? What do you think score's going to be tomorrow? I'm thinking 3-1. 3-1 say. 3-1 Right. I think that's gone very well since I started at 7, but uh need everybody a minute. Because uh, thank you for everybody for listening. Just to remind you, 
it's on all podcast services. It'll soon be on YouTube and wherever you are in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.